Hey everybody, welcome back to Oops the Podcast. I am Julio, joined by old Francisco. Old Frankie, Frankie Balls. <laughs> Frankie What's up, Ball man? Sweat. What's um, up, bro? Yo, I'm solid. I got a mouthful of uh, the <laughs> Brooklyn Roasting Peanut Butter, but oh, we're not doing yeah. the ad read for that yet, so I'm just telling <laughs> you, I'm a little gummy up there. Dude, it's great. You're just like a fucking happy dog. That was my snack. I had a little peanut butter uh, with the banana. That's what I had. Delicious. Mm -hmm. Absolutely delicious. How are you, dude? What's going on with you? I'm good, dude. So I, I, I withheld something about our Miami weekend from, from you because I wanted to save it for this episode. Oh, Specifically because I wanted to do it while I was wearing this t-shirt. I don't know if you've noticed my Exotic Express t-shirt. Okay, yeah. So, dude, going into this weekend, Ricky was showing me these messages from this guy named Stax. S-T-A-K-Z. Stax. I'm not sure if that's how I would pronounce that. <laughs> how would you pronounce that? Well, it, it almost feels like, um, like some Eastern European stodge. Stach, stach, like some Slavic name or something. Yeah, like if he had said S T A X, or That's obviously, funny. I don't, I don't know. But do you, do you know what I mean? Totally. But a ch, ch sound. Absolutely, dude. I, that's hilarious, and mm -hmm. I, I completely know what you mean. Okay. I think in this context, it's sort of taking liberty with the idea of stacks of money. Yeah. Stacks nine five four. The as long as you code. know what I mean, then then I'm fine resting the point. Yeah. So I so Ricky showed me all these messages and he was talking about gators. I didn't understand what the fuck he was talking about. He's like, I'm like, dude, what is this? He goes, dude, this guy works at the improv. He's like one of the servers. Okay. And we sort of learned as the weekend went on that he had this. They have this YouTube channel that they're trying to grow, which it's crazy to me that like you can be doing the things I'm about to tell you and like you don't even have a big following yet. It's <laughs> you know, it's crazy what you have to do to get there, you right. know? So we show up to this place called Max Fish, like M-A-C-K-S Fish, owned by this guy named Marshall, and they do all sort of these swamp activities. Really would have thought his name was Max. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, and dude, they, they're like, we're going to do all this crazy shit, and you guys should come and like participate. And they were really pushing Ricky to get involved. They weren't as interested in me. Since I wasn't the headliner, they like didn't care as much about me, <laughs> which was which was great in this context because what they wanted to do, they were jumping off of this rope swing into a ravine with alligators in it, and they would jump when they saw the alligator. So when the alligator got close, is when they would jump in the water because the alligators get attracted to splashing. Dude, it was fucking bonkers. And then I look at these guys' channels, and you know some of their view videos are only getting a couple hundred views, and these guys are risking stacks is back flipping into a a moat and they, at one point they cornered this crocodile and i don't know if you guys were watching my story the day that i was doing this but he's doing a selfie underneath this this like dock dock yeah. and there's a cro an alligator behind him and they have cornered it and he went looking for trouble and it was just the craziest thing i've ever seen so do gators never attack humans so this is what our friend marshall told us because he then came to the show we invited him back to the green room and he was telling, he goes, he was like, alligators are like people. He's like, some of them are like bad apples. And he goes, we know which alligators are bad apples. So when you see those, they recognize the alligators, I guess. And then it, we're in this area. I see. So they're like, we knew that Elvis is a nice one. So like, we know that he's not going to attack you. But if so-and-so alligators in there, we advise you not to go in the water. Good heavens. And then he told us, he's like, we're like, what happens if you get bit? He goes, you just roll with it. I'm like, what is, is that a metaphor for saying like, it's fine or you physically grab it and roll with it? I was going to say, <laughs> as it starts rolling you, you let it roll you like you're 
a, a nice shirt in a laundry machine. I think that might be what he means. Like you're supposed to roll physically and metaphorically with it. Holy smoke. And he's been bitten a bunch, bunch of times. He, you know, he knows how to deal with it, I guess. But it's just crazy, you know, how there's people who understand how to do stuff. Like I remember when my, when we moved to Connecticut, our friends from Brooklyn would come visit us and we lived in like rural Connecticut and we'd take them into the woods and they'd be like, I'm not going in there. I'm going to get eaten by a bobcat. <laughs> Like there's no bobcats, no one's gonna get eaten by anything. But they believed it, you know. What I mean, the same right. way that I was, you know, probably would have been a little stressed out doing stuff that they normally do. I don't know, whatever. But then you come to the city and you go to a bar, and they know how to skip the line by handing the bouncer a twenty. Exactly. And that's the life skill Correct. they have. Correct. Yes, you have your own little. Yes, regionally, you have your strengths and weaknesses. They're able to find a way to purchase marijuana in central park totally and you might not know how to do that yeah, exactly yeah ex well said dude well uh -huh. said exactly there is there are skills so dude this isn't even the craziest part of this day so first of all benny goes i'm gonna wear a suit and they're like okay we will too and then they all wore suits and then benny didn't wear a suit so these guys <laughs> these youtubers who are jumping into the moat all are wearing suits and benny doesn't wear the suit classic mm. uh so they decide they're gonna start playing human fruit ninja so like they're throwing fruit. They're using a machete, cutting it in the air. I watched this, and as an avid fruit eater, it uh, saddened me. So, dude, I got a couple DMs from people being like, "Dude, that's fucked up. You're wasting perfectly good fruit." I'm like, "Dude, I didn't do. I was. I had nothing to do with this, bro." Yeah. You know, I'm just an uh, onlooker. It's kind of how I felt. Yeah. Yeah. Perfectly I'm, good fruit. <laughs> they uh, they cleaned up all of, most of it, and then they had a warthog who ate the rest. <laughs> Let's see if you can guess the name of the warthog. Timon. Pumba? Yes. <laughs> I, did I have it wrong? Yeah. Pumba oh, is the word. Yeah. You got it. You got only it. Only one name. If that's, the, that's the correct answer in that. Like the judges. to domesticate a warthog. You meant, you you forgot that it was named Pumba and not Timon. You I knew it was one credit, or the other. Yeah. You get credit for that. Yeah. I give you at least 80% credit for yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Are there a lot of uh, domesticated warthogs? I've never seen one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, dude. Then they're doing this. So this one, one of the guys who happens to be the chef of the improv, this whole troupe, Exotic Express, watch their channel. You guys will be blown away. There's 80 views and they're doing the craziest shit you've ever seen in your life. A couple of them have gone viral, but like uh -huh. uh, they're building the channel. Anyway, the guy who's the chef at the club showed up wearing like a Kung Lao, like martial arts outfit to do the like ninja, fruit ninja stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. So 40 minutes later, the grand finale to this episode, they were going to eat Carolina Reaper peppers, which are supposed to be the hottest peppers right. that exist. So they start eating them. And dude, the guy in the samurai outfit starts like dying in front of our eyes. He's like, <gasps> dude, it was like the fu most fucked up thing I've ever seen. I'm like, <laughs> dude, it was, it was crazy. I mean, what you got to do for the clout these so, days, bro. So what happened? So they all ate the peppers. One guy started chewing it, had to split it out. He was like dying. Then Stax ate the pepper and was completely fine. And then started, as the guy was like, dude, so they started pouring milk on his head as if that's going to do anything. And like, if you were watching this silently with the outfit he was wearing, it would have looked like they were performing some ritual, <laughs> <laughs> like some religious cult ritual, yeah. pouring milk on his face. He's like drinking milk. He can't breathe. He eventually, after 10 minutes or so, is like doing, he's puking, but he's better. And Stax is like shaming him. We're like, dude, is he okay? Stax is like, he knows what he got himself into. I was oh like, oh my God. God. Dude. And they all were at the club that night serving. There was a, dude, it was, it was the most crazy shit. I got to go watch some of this. Yeah. It's pretty wild, bro. So would you ever eat one of those 
Carolina Reapers or Ghost Peppers. Or I took a things. bite of a Ghost Pepper once, and it sucked. I mean, it fucked me up for like forty minutes. Uh, would I eat a full Carolina Reaper pepper? Like if someone paid me, doesn't it absolutely destroy your insides? I think so, man. When I worked on the chili farm, dude, I got like really into chili for a while. Like I would, I would like cut it up and cook it, and like even that fucks you up. Yeah. In this way, like you kind of just are glowing inside, and I was like, "What is that?" And the guys like, "Oh, that's that chili burn." Yeah. I was like, "Okay." The um. What is it? Uh, 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 someone was telling me our, our friend comedian Alex Pavone. Oh yeah. Once did they they went to do testing for that show Hot Ones. Oh, that's funny. Where they brought people in to sort of just make sure that some of the sauces and things that they were eating weren't too crazy, weren't nuts, or see how it would affect people. So he tasted a bunch of them, and they said he said that he was sick physically sick for yeah. days after and he's like a fragile little italian boy too. It, that it totally screws up your digestive system it hurts yeah your stomach you're poisoning yourself yeah. dude i went to that when pete did it and he has stomach problems too and i was kind of like dude this is like i was like stressed for him that he was yeah. gonna like end up in the hospital i mean he was fine but dude totally mm. it really is how do you deal with spices i am a, a new kind of dipping a toe explorer of <laughs> the world of heat do you like it i have come to like it but i i only i would say on a scale of one to ten i can handle three four yeah yeah you know yeah if if the spice does not subside from my mouth within two minutes of the bite i've taken mm-hmm. i'm not happy yeah yeah anything after any lingering heat beyond that if i have to fight the flames constantly with water and god forbid i have to drink milk Mm, dude then i'm really unhappy yeah why would anyone want that i don't like lingering side effects i enjoy the spice it's like a it's satisfying sometimes but i agree it sucks Mm -hmm. when like you now just have like chronic problems yeah (laughs) you know totally so anyway these guys are fucking nuts uh but i enjoyed being there for some quote florida shit <laughs> That's what it is. you know what i mean it's just exactly what you picture from florida crazy yeah. florida dude so so i noticed that andrew schultz followed him too and i messaged him so i was like dude we're going to hang out with stacks tomorrow and he was like bro he goes stacks has got it he just needs a look <laughs> like <laughs> like you just got to give him a shot Stax has got it dude so funny so Stax is the leader of this Stax is the, chris would you say Stax is the ringleader i think that's fair to say and here goes yeah, julio consulting like his best friend <laughs> oh again oh my god <laughs> we, 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 from what we saw you know Stax our boy <laughs> oh, i'm kidding i'm kidding dude too funny um so i don't know that was fun Stax is the is the leader yeah Okay. Dude, did I give you guys the sob update yet? Uh, there's an additional sob update. Give us the update. I on think the I sob. did, right? So Your my parents par- so, started no. paying the. Nope. Turns out now my cousin is just selling it. Underwhelming ending to what a is, saga. What, what is it to a sob? Sob that. What? How? The sob, dude. Why is it going through so many? Why is it so difficult to figure out what to do with this car? I don't know. I guess like when my parents retrieved the stolen vehicle, they my cousin decided that he would just sell the sob. I don't know. Hmm. So. Sorry, everybody. That story didn't end too excitingly. It's not that cool of a story. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I'm glad to know it's hopefully going to find some value. I know. Whatever. Bro, I lost my AirPods, man. Have you ever... Has that happened to you? 
the worst thing in the world. No, but I've lost things. It's so it's just such a shitty thing. Like the amount of times I've misplaced my AirPods. Like when you misplace stuff so many times, the day where you finally actually lose it, it's almost like surreal. Mm. It's a terrible moment. Yeah. I have no idea where they are. They're gone. There's no way really to reframe your thinking on something like that. I know. You can't really say, well, I had them for long enough and and I bought them only expecting that I would have them for a certain amount of time. Totally. And now I love them so much that I just have to rebuy them and accept yeah. that this is a very losable yep. item. I bit the bullet. I bought new ones. Yeah. They're on the way. Yeah, yeah. you got to do it. If you really rely on them, but I, there are things in my life. Sunglasses are the thing that I lose more than anything. And it's always the pairs that I like, which makes sense because you wear them more. But like, I got such a nice pair of sunglasses from one of my ex-girlfriends and I lost them immediately, like in a week. So the only pair of sunglasses that I've been able to not lose is a nice pair of sunglasses that my girlfriend gifted to me. (sighs) Well, the th- the thought is that I would not be able to face her. I if I lost them, I wouldn't tell her and I would just buy a replacement pair oh, of the same exact ones. Dude, I like I the, the nice sunglasses that Hillary got me. I still have. Thank God she bought me like I was in Atlanta. I was down for that fight and we like went shopping and I saw this. I've worn it on the episode. I saw this off white hat that I really liked. She bought it for me. It's expensive and I lost it. And dude, I have, you guys have seen my hat collection. I have all the same shit. Like, it was such a bummer. Like, I, I, fuck. Did you tell her? Like, sort of. And I've just tried to not talk about it. Did she take it personally? Uh, It's unclear. I Mm. think she might have. I think she could. I think there's a chance it's still at my friend's house. I, like, need to go back out there to look for it. Interesting. How long do you have to keep something until you lose it and it being okay and it doesn't matter so this is the problem with the airpods it's like a functional it's a functionality thing like i was on the plane this morning and i had my fucking the the corded headphones plugged into the bottom of my phone my phone in my pocket i'm trying to fall asleep my phone's like jamming up against the seat i was like this sucks ass like with with airpods i would tuck the phone into the thing in front of me not have to worry about the cord and i would just be able to doze off you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You should have told me I had two pairs of headphones. Ah, dude, I appreciate it, dude. My, you were, you my pal, given Chris. One? Yeah. <laughs> These guys are sharing earbuds. It's like as intimate as sharing condoms. <laughs> well, dude, my, my Apple Watch broke. Um, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what? Me just ruining everything? No, no. I mean, it's like this is an Apple episode, but it's not exactly like positive no, reviews of Apple gear. Thing. Chris and I just fucking sharing rubbers. Have you ever seen, really quick, have you ever seen the Steve Jobs Apple movie? Which one? The one with Michael Fassbender. No, I've only seen the Ashton Kutcher one, and I didn't think it was that good. Well, the Michael Fassbender one. That's the good one, right? Good. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I heard he was incredible. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, it's just your classic Aaron Sorkin movie where there are four billion words. Yeah, I know. It's like no one talks There's no Nobody takes a breath. (laughs) But if you can keep up, the writing is brilliant, and... His vision and story. I've never read the Steve Jobs biography, mm-hmm. but I've been told it's, you know, life changing. Yeah, I love. I like a good biography, man. It can be really inspiring. Yeah, but he he was a tough guy. Yeah, not that I fun know. to be around. Yeah, 
Um, anyway, the greats often are. <laughs> I I feel like I watched another really good movie recently, but I can't remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew. What did I watch? I watched another really good. Not movie the Timothy Chalamet one. That one was amazing. The King. Yeah. I really I I've thought about that a lot. <laughs> Dude, let me ask you a question about France. You, how long were you there for? Well, I've been many times. I know, but when you didn't you go to Provence and like live there for six months? I did a semester my junior fall. I went to this town called Monton, which is the last town between France and Italy. Got it on the uh, the Riviera. Know, the Riviera. Yeah. Cool. Um, now, does does was everybody smoking cigarettes? A lot were. Did you ever? To no. fit in, take a puff. No, no, never. Dabbled. Every I've I've tried to smoke a cigarette before in my life, a couple times, and out. every single time I did, it hurt me so much. The, it is the yeah. feel of it hitting my lungs was like someone was punching me in the lungs every single time, <laughs> and I, I didn't start coughing. I wasn't like that. It just was so much. Uh, and the same. By the way, I get the same feeling when I hit a jewel. Which oh, is why yeah. I've never jeweled. Dude, same. Honestly, like the bat like these Lucy Slim nicotine pouches are my my favorite. That's the way to go. Alternative. You know what I mean? I mean yeah. they there's no tobacco. They're not like gross. It's yeah. like a it's like a, a a more sort of like light experience with nicotine. Mm-hmm. And you get your fix. You get your nicotine. That's what that's the way. And it's it it's not the punch. It's not the overwhelming thing that a lot of these other things are yeah i mean they use the newest technology for synthesizing pure nicotine in the lab none of the tobacco all the nicotine satisfaction they include both coconut uh, coconut oil and a gum base to mm-hmm. provide a sort of soft fluffy texture that's not going to dry out in your mouth and they have a great flavor do you know which one it is which that one? i like the most the spearmint no which one the cool cider uh, the cool cider is good the the mango is cool obviously cider. a fan favorite as well mm-hmm. they come in different strengths uh, and it's pretty good stuff if you're looking for a good uh, tobacco alternative. So um, you can go to lucy.co, lucy.co, use promo code OOPS, and you get 20% off your order of Lucy Slim pouches or any other Lucy products. That's lucy.co, use promo code OOPS to grab uh, your pouches. Mm. They're pretty similar to like a snooze or a dip situation. Yeah. Nice and relaxing. I also have to say this. Um, Warning, this product contains non-tobacco nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Dude, back, back to this Apple Watch situation. So Chris had asked us a little earlier um, about how long you have to have something until it sucks when you lose it or break it or something. So I got an Apple Watch for Christmas for my boy Phil. It's a very nice gift. Uh, must have been 2016. And I had it. I wore it every single day up until like a month or two ago when it broke. Mm. It fell out of my locker. I was at uh, like a spa. It fell and it shattered on the floor. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Apple Care had been expired for many years, but although the Apple Care on the Apple Watch is worthless anyway, because you still have to pay to get it fixed. Mm. Uh, that's a little hack. Anyway, I immediately went and bought another one. Wow. Uh, because, dude, I, these things, they're fucking addicting, man. So this is a great point, right? I don't know if it's so much a question of when has something earned the value (laughs) that you paid for it right right? it's not so much a question of time right but here's here's something right so you think about how expensive iphones are everybody has an iphone right Mm -hmm. yeah 
and you think, my God, why are they so expensive? But then you realize, is there anything in your life that you use more right. than no, your iPhone? Absolutely not. The Not uh, even your penis, dude. You use you, your iPhone more than you, you use can, your penis. It, it, yes. <laughs> That's crazy. You sure do. You sure do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you were to assign some kind of, let's put it this way. If you divided the cost of your iPhone, and that includes whatever you pay for your monthly plan, mm -hmm. on a per pickup basis. Oh, man. You're talking about pennies. Yeah, totally. It is a, it is a penny admission fee to your phone. Totally. Every time you use it. That's incredible. And my friend makes this point. There are a couple things in life which, frankly we may think are overly expensive but are actually underpriced mm. couple that's, others, that's one of them bed yeah <laughs> big time there's no amount of money that you could pay for your bed where it would be overpriced totally there are overpriced beds but only in relation to what other beds cost right but even then you're talking about something that you use for 40% of your life yeah. for years you every day. You couldn't live you literally would die without it. Every day. You 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 spend so much time on this thing. It's crazy. A couch. Yeah, yeah. Couch is up You're there. Right. Your TV for your home. Yeah. TVs, the top of the line TVs are like $1500. Yeah. That's nothing. You watch hours of TV every night. Yeah. It's true. It's an interesting point, man. Laptops. Yeah toothbrush <laughs> you know a lot of value there a lot of value lot in these things a lot of value i finally those. bought uh an, an electric toothbrush uh, how are you liking it oh my god i, I would never go back yeah i was going too hard with mine like so that's, I, that's why i had to yeah no i was going too hard with my electric one. Oh, yeah so i've actually moved back to a softer bristle softer experience because i use the electric for years my dentist told me that i had to go to an electric because the I was using a just a regular old, and you're going too hard. And I was ripping my gums away, getting some recession. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Top not right. good, man. It's gets very sensitive. Softening the technique. Chris, you got an electric? Yeah, I was just gonna say that mine actually tells you when you're brushing too hard now. Oh, oh that's wow. crazy. Must be nice. I think it's the one you have. Top of the line. I don't think mine does that. Mine does that. Uh. Well, if any um, electric toothbrush companies are listening, <laughs> we would happily uh, do some ad reads for you guys. We would happily get in bed with you. Yeah. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. Dude, I want to talk about to you about a phenomenon that is very much something from our generation. Excellent. Um, and I have, I mean, I have some jokes about this, um, but there's this phenomenon from our culture, from our generation of like sending shit to the wrong people. And I'm always so scared that like, 
if I talk shit about somebody, like I'll always double check to make sure I didn't send it to them by accident. Yeah. Or that I didn't like post some fucked up shit to my story. And like there's that happens and that is such an embarrassing thing. Yeah, it's bad. You know, there's so many. Have you ever done that? I one time that I can remember, you know, usually it's harmless. Yeah. The times that it's happened to me, it's been harmless. I'll say like, I think I once said like, I love you to the wrong person. Uh, I was like, (laughs) I meant that for my girlfriend. "Ah, No worries. You know, Mike Albanese, the comedian. Yeah. One time I've done, I do it positively sometimes. One time I accidentally texted him being like, Mike Albanese has really stepped up his style. He looked great tonight. (laughs) And I sent that to him (laughs) by accident. And that's like, you, that's like the most genuine thing ever like yeah. you know i meant that well there was a great curb episode about this. oh really the accidental text on purpose yeah oh that's funny like i that's funny like as if the I whole episode where he would he would get out of things i think by saying like doing that oh right um giving somebody a compliment that wasn't intended i don't to even remember exactly his application of it funny. but it was hysterical <laughs> yeah um, Did you do something recently? Well, no. Well, so I've so I've done it many times over the years, but I, it's actually something that I use in my act, and I don't want to fucking burn it. No, I don't, don't want to burn, burn it, it for the pod. But I, we have a couple good emails about it. Oh, uh, good. And I wanted to share some. Good. Um. So here's a here's a funny one. Um. <laughs> okay. So last Friday, I received a call from my 26 year old sister. What the fuck is going on? In parentheses, Snapchat story. Go look right now. She goes, I'm mid phone call. I pull up snap just to see my best friend getting absolutely railed from behind on her Snapchat oh my story. God. <laughs> it had been posted for nine minutes. Six series full on porno sex tape of my best friend and her boyfriend. Oh my God. I, dude, can you imagine? She goes, I immediately start freaking out, hang up the phone and proceed to call my friend and her man for 20 minutes. No answer. I text them both over 20 times. Text the guy, reach out to her mother, checked her location. She was home for the weekend and no one answers. I said, please have friend call me. It's important. I call my friend that lives close by. She checks the story, jumps in her car to drive to her house. I'm in Florida, a thousand miles away, having a meltdown in my living room because it has now been 30 minutes of my best friend getting destroyed on snap, moaning, having the time of her life while her snap friends receive a free exclusive porno. Try logging into her snap. Tried it all. After 30 minutes of suffering for my friend because I knew she would have a meltdown, she finally answers and is all calm and out of breath and goes, what is going on? And I was like, bitch, look at your snap story. (laughs) (laughs) She hands the phone to her man and says, I literally can't even talk to her right now. I'm so embarrassed. He gets on the phone. His voice was so sad. He was like, this is not okay. And on Saturday morning when I woke up, I felt like my sex tape, uh, was posted on snap because I can't get this mortifying visual out of my freaking head. Analytics, 28 people saw five of her boyfriend's best friends, six college friends remaining were mostly girls. I love the stats. That's it's a really good thing to hear the stats. I know. So here's that's great. Really good. And this, this sums it all up perfectly back end info. Her boyfriend was drunk. It was an accident. They're trying to be kinky and save it to their phone and not post it for the world. Yep, the old save wait, and actually w- post. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Because this is where I get confused because I'm not on Snapchat. So I don't understand how you could possibly post something to a Snapchat story uh, without without meaning to. 
you just like it's the same way in your Instagram story. Like when you press the download button. Okay, Chris. Chris has some good quartz info here. Okay, Chris has got this for us. So look at the Snapchat. Yeah, I just ugly picture myself. Yep, one of yep. those is save, and then one of those is put on your story. Oh my god, yeah, that's the recipe for disaster. Okay, you but just so got to do it straight from the camera. The problem is that they were filming it through the Snapchat application. Yeah, yeah. and you know something that's weird, and I don't use Snapchat as I said, so. Sometimes when people ask me for a picture at shows, they'll take it with Snapchat. And I'm like, well, you can't keep that. Like, what are you doing? But I guess they can. They'll, if they wanted to, they'd save it. it. But a lot of young people use Snapchat as their camera. Why? Does that make sense? Is the filters better? Is it better for selfies? Yeah. If you're taking selfies, I get it. Their their world of photography exists through the sharing. There's also times. The the selfie doesn't make you look like an idiot. Like the way that your phone selfie makes you look bad. I don't think it does that on Snapchat. If you take a selfie in Snapchat, it looks better than a selfie just with your camera. Oh, really? Yeah. Because your regular camera flips you and it's like jarring to see yourself flipped. But it doesn't do that with, with stories. Okay. That could be interesting. It. Yeah, these are good selfies. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she goes, they were trying to be kinky, save it on the phone, blah, blah, blah. They've been best friends for years. Finally gave him a shot a few months ago. So as bad as it sounds, he really didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. You hate to see it. You as hate you would to say. see it. Although I desperately want to see it. <laughs> I don't know why. I just want to see it. <laughs> oh, um, so dude, we, we have another more sort of nuanced one, which is actually has a has an interesting quandary at the have end. Have you ever filmed yourself having sex? Yes. Okay. Yes. Have you? Uh, kind of, but but instantly we deleted it. Right. 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 Instantly. Like it, it would never was saved. It was mm-hmm. not. Right. We got too afraid. Right. We got too afraid that it would it would get it would somehow get posted. Or you know, whatever. All yeah. these. Not, I wouldn't. This was before I was even a. Well, yeah, I was, I was in college, but you just worry about hacks and all that. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I mean, dude, the one thing like remember Jennifer Lawrence got hacked. Yeah. And those pictures are all like super racy, and she was like, "Yo, get the fuck out of my private shit." Yeah, and, that's, and it ended there. That was awesome. Um, yes, but I also think that she was like very strong and didn't really let on how. I mean, she didn't write that off. She wasn't like no big deal. She felt very violated, right? Of course, but she wasn't like she didn't explain herself. She wasn't no, like nor oh, should she have no had should she to. have had to. But my point she easily could have. But but she, you know, she should never have been. That should never have happened to her. Totally. Totally. She should never have had to deal with that. Yes. Ever. Agreed. And I just think that this whole hack, like as soon as you're a celebrity, you should never have to deal with it. But you have to also know, uh, for whatever reason, these hackers just like somehow can find their way into people's phones. Yeah, I know. I don't understand how that's possible. It's crazy. Okay. Anyway. It is crazy, man. It's scary. Something to think about. It sort of makes you like not want to get super famous. You're like, fuck, like, yeah, I have to worry about so much more shit if that were to happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, dude, one mistake that I have not been making is the mistake of not eating my favorite breakfast cereal. Oh, you bad boy. I'm a bad, bad boy. <laughs> You're a bad boy. I've been a bad, bad boy. <laughs> um, and you guys who listen to the podcast, you will know that I'm talking about Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon, the spoon. Cereal. 
It's just so goddamn good. Healthy, delicious. They have amazing flavors. uh, And they have brought back the two super popular flavors, cookies and cream and maple waffle, permanently. Wow. These flavors were first introduced for limited time. They sold out extremely quickly. So you guys can get those again if you are kind of Jones and for the fix because they are fire. Mm-hmm. I mean, Magic Spoon, zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories per serving. It's keto friendly, gluten free, grain free, soy free, low carb. <laughs> and you can build your own box or get a variety pack with all the other available flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted. Uh, peanut butter, blueberry, and cinnamon. Mm. Really good stuff. Uh, you go to magicspoon.com slash oops, and you can get your delicious cereal and try it today. And if you use uh, the promo code, uh, you will get $5 off of your order. So it's magicspoon.com slash oops. Use promo code oops to get $5 off your order. Magic Spoon, let us know what you think of it. Nice. Thanks for that, Julio. Sure. Well, dude, I want to get back into this because uh, this email to, uh, I think I would love to hear your thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. So let's rock. This is called Unfortunate Nude Snafu. Ooh, lots of nude stuff today. Yeah. Currently dating a girl I met last year while in my senior year of college that was spent in NYC. I was part of a larger program, made good friends with a solid group of guys. My guy friends and my girlfriend were all friendly at the time. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend and I did the distance relationship over the summer during COVID. Naturally, we got a bit scandalous over Snapchat. There it is again, Snapchat. This damn Snapchat. With nudes. Nothing crazy, but they were private pictures, obviously. Today, in my group chat with said friends, my one buddy revealed that my girlfriend had accidentally sent him a picture of her boobs back in July, August, that was originally intended for me. The guys in the group chat had a good time with it. I kind of laughed it off, but I obviously confronted my girlfriend over it. She said it was an accident. And she texted the guy who received it that it was an accident and that she hoped he wouldn't tell anyone. I was a little upset that I had to hear about this in a group chat with the boys, but I eventually got over it as it was just an honest mistake. But now she's upset at me for not calling out my friend for revealing it in the group chat. Wow. This is good stuff, right? Yeah, this is good. So he's saying, "I I am arguing that I just want to move on from this embarrassing situation, but she is clearly still upset at me for not calling out my friend. I'm in the doghouse over my girl sending a straight titty pic to one of my good friends. Does she have a right to be mad at me? Should I be mad at her? Do you think it's necessary to confront my friend about it? I want to hear your opinion first. Okay. So so first of all, sorry, dude, for that we, we got this email a while ago. I'm sorry that we're just getting to it now. We get so many of these. This is a really good one. Uh, so sorry if you've been waiting and we you know what fuck that i'm not sorry (laughs) we wait your damn turn so here's my thought man i i think he has the right to be mad that she didn't tell him about it also like i think everybody has the right to be mad here i think that she has the right to be mad that he sort of laughed it off with the boys and wasn't like dude that's fucked up like why would you share that in the group chat agreed but he also has the right to be mad that she is like texting this dude on the side who she sent the tits to by accident being like please don't tell anybody that was an accident and he tells anyway that's weird too like she should have just been like hey i accidentally sent a picture of my boobs to your friend like i'm so sorry that was so dumb of me like she doesn't need to be shamed for it you know what i mean i get his initial reaction of being mad but it was an accident okay that's what i think okay the fault for me lies with the friend who gloated about receiving the accidental boob tick yes i agree too in the group chat agreed that's not a good friend. 
That's a dick That's move. That's tasteless. It's a dick move. I agree. That's tasteless. And if he had played it in a saintly fashion, nobody would hold him to this standard. But the correct way to have handled it is to have said, oh, gosh, uh, I can't, you know, no problem on the accident that you sent this to me. And then if she said, um, don't tell my boyfriend, he should have said, I'm not comfortable with that. Agreed. You should let him know. I'm happy to like be in the chat and just say like, don't worry, I deleted it. I'm sorry, but I need that out there so that totally. I'm so that it doesn't come back. That's some yeah. weird secret. So that's that's playing it by the book yeah. of ethics. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't expect um it to go that way. So then the other way of it is that she says that to him. And he never says anything to anyone about it. Yes. And he should honor their relationship. Yes. Which by, is by doing that. I agree. And that's still better. Like the it's still better. Option yes. one's by far the best option. Option yeah. two's still solid. Yeah. Anything after that, like any of the other things, what I actually ended up happening sucks. Yeah. Cause it just, it creates this sort of qu- it crazy sucks in every way. distrust, blame thing between all the different parties he fucked over both people in the relationship separately exactly she <laughs> looks crazy she's not crazy she looks bad for asking him not to say anything secretly yeah. yeah um you know as the boyfriend you can't help but wonder like was it accidental now um and that to be the only person out of the loop on something like that really sucks totally um and then to have your buddies making light of it sucks. Sucks too. And I, I feel bad even saying this because I feel like our guy is going to listen to this and get more mad. Yeah. Because it sounded like he had made his peace with yeah. it. Yeah. Which he sh- needs to do. It's not the end of the world. He needs to do it. But just so he knows, obviously, I don't think he was in the wrong at all. That's so strange that she expects him to come down on the guy for for make just telling it's it's not like the guy in the chat sent the nude to the group chat totally. right no no doesn't sound like so it. he just mentioned it as a joke which is you know shitty but then our guys not, the boyfriend's not supposed to be the fucking executioner of agreed that. agreed i mean i do i do still think that like it's very it's forthcoming that he could just be like dude you shouldn't have done that doesn't have to be a big deal to the friend yes like why would you do that in the group Separately from everything. Like, I agree. Like, st- stick up for your girl. Mm. But at the same token, it, you know, all things considered, like, more importantly, why didn't you just tell me? Like, the way that you deal with that, in my opinion, is this. The second you realize you've done that, you tell your boyfriend. And then you both somehow connect, contact, like, before you even talk to the guy, being like, I can't believe I just sent you that, you tell the boyfriend first. Mm-hmm. You get him in the loop immediately. Then you can kind of figure out how to talk to him about it. And the friend should be like, dude, that's hilarious. Your girlfriend has great tits. Never speak about it again. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, it's funny, <laughs> Julio. I, I'm guessing that they're younger. I'm guessing that they're early 20s or something. Yeah. I guess probably because they're using Snapchat. Yeah, that's that's a good um, indication. When you're younger, you you think that not telling your significant other everything is the solution to a lot of problems. That's yeah, yeah. And I'm not talking about doing fucked up shit and then not telling her. It's just you don't share everything. Right. 
there's very little in my life that I keep from my girlfriend. What? If, okay, that's interesting. At so, this point. So this is... In fact, I feel weird if someone's like, don't tell totally. your girlfriend this. But, but actively during, since you've known her, what about shit from before? Do you feel like she needs... I don't feel the like... No. I don't need to know stuff, and I don't feel that I need to tell I'm stuff. I'm saying development since we started since. dating. Agreed, yeah, totally. Because, um, because I would also argue that it's a very younger person thing to be like, how many people have you slept with? We need to know everything about each other. Yeah. You know, that's like an immature thing too. Stupid. Stupid. None of that matters. But dude, I agree with you. It's it's very important. Like when you're, I, I feel weird withholding. Keeping a secret now from this person I've been dating for three years that I live with is just, a, it's a very uncomfortable thought to me. Yeah. One of the nicest things about living with a person is the freedom of knowing that I don't have those things. Yeah, but you know what's you know what also sucks? What? We're at this age where if you need advice from a friend who's married or lives with their girlfriend and you ask it, you need to be aware that they're probably going to share that. I know. Nobody That's why you need to shrink, dude. Nobody is a <laughs> you don't really have confidence you don't. anymore. Yeah. You, you tell somebody them. you are telling their girlfriend too. And do you know why? Because couples don't have much to talk about. <laughs> if you give your buddy a juicy tidbit and you're like, I need help. How do I figure this out? This happened to me. Yeah. He's, he gets home. They go through their, well, how was your day? How was your day? <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Oh, our relationship is really vanilla right now. I have something. I can't wait. Okay. This will help us. Right. Guess what Francis told me? Do you know he shit his pants on a teeter-totter at a children's playground that he wasn't supposed to be at? Like, whatever, you yeah, know? Yeah, Dude, that's hilarious. And I don't then, want that detail to get brushed under the rug. What you just said is so true. Yeah. You are not your boy's best friend. His girlfriend is his best friend. That's exactly right. we'll hear every single thing that you tell You him. have to assume that anything you tell your buddy, especially, or even if you tell him, don't tell anyone this. It's going it's going to two people. Totally. They are a package of ears. And if it doesn't, it's for selfish reasons. Like if one of my friends who I hang out with all the time does something fucked up, if I'm not telling that, the only reason and I'm not saying that I do this, but the only reason I'm not telling that is because somehow it will make her worried when I hang out with him. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the only reason. Or suspicious that perhaps somehow yes. you might be you doing shit do like that, that too. too. Like his girlfriend has no idea, therefore she could have no idea and therefore it makes Yes, you cannot you cannot plant the seed <laughs> that there are that there are secrets of swirling yeah. <laughs> in your guy group at all. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. What's the word for that? Like in politics too, like when somebody like in their inner circle starts like undercutting them, they get sacked. Subterfuge? No. Something it's some kind of uh, I can't remember the word. Yeah. It's okay. Doesn't well matter. subterfuge is a pretty That's a good, one. good word. That's better than whatever I was thinking. What does that mean? Uh subterfuge that? is is that. It's like <laughs> going behind people's backs, I think. Right. Um and, and undercutting them and, and you know, yeah, all that shit. Dude. Maybe you need to look that up though, Chris. Subterfuge. Subterfuge, definitely the word of the day so far. Pretty fucking good stuff. So, dude. I got it. Deceit used in order to achieve one's goal. Yeah. Do, up, do we have any updates? Like, are you, you're still hitting Italy? As of this moment, I am. What a wild ride, dude. The little wedding that could. 
the, it, tri- the trip to Italy just keeps getting canned. It keeps getting pushed on the road. When it seems like it's a sure bet, all of a sudden there are variants and I complications. Was, I think I was telling you guys before the episode, like it's one of those things that you know it, it, it's touch and go. Mm-hmm. Get this: um, another couple who is very close the, the in the wedding mm-hmm. guy was in the wedding very good friend of Italy ours wedding. yep so his wedding is two weeks after the italy wedding mm-hmm. they decided not to go because if you were to test positive while you were in italy you would have to quarantine in italy for two oh, weeks miss the wedding. and they would miss their own wedding wow which is like the most legit reason yeah, i could possibly weird. think of so yeah because you so, need you need a negative test to get back in but the country. dude now that does raise this fear of getting locked in italy mm. because i can't afford to be in italy for two weeks totally literally i, I cannot afford it like yeah. I, I would not be able to pay for a hotel for two weeks yeah you need to go to a little village airbnb or something i i don't know what i would do yeah i have so much work that i have to yeah, be back yeah. for totally we very intentionally were not able to extend our trip and do some kind of Europe gallivanting, mm-hmm. we had, which we had talked about. Are you on for Greece? Oh, yeah. You know that Greece shut down for like a week. Mykonos. Right? Turned off the music. Yeah, they turned off the music. And then turned it right, turned back, it right on. back on. So I'm not, I'm not going there. Um, I've been staying up to date on all the updates. I mean, still accepting vaccinated U.S. travelers. That's good enough for me. Mm. Um, dude, we kicked that. Vac- that was supposed to be our little big vacation, like our sort of cementing moment as a couple granted we've had many more since then including living together and (laughs) (laughs) other trips at well but that was going to be our flag trip our flagship moment as a couple which one flag trip it actually works that's pretty good the the greece trip and that was supposed to be in 2020 that was last you supposed to go last summer booked and paid for it all in 2020 (sighs) i didn't even realize that dude and then kicked it to 2021 because they wouldn't give us our money back and which ended up being fine and we're gonna fight for it we're fighting for greece and also, I'm going to be in Spain, too. So, again, it's like... Are you going from... Spain to Greece, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, wow. I know. Pretty good, dude. Pretty nuts, man. So You should write off the whole uh, b- flights as a business expense. I'm going, I'm going to. Because you're flying over for comedy. That's true. And not, also, yeah. Not flagship r- romance trip. Flag trip. Mm-hmm. I love it, dude. Well, dude, if you do get stuck in Italy, fortunately... There's a lot of good espresso options there. Is well. that so? It sure is. So yeah. you maybe would be, <laughs> yeah, you might be able to get on without your Weiwei Tananga. I don't know about that, Julio. But I don't want to be drinking that Lavazza bullshit. <laughs> I don't want to be drinking that coffee from those Italianos. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting borderline racist here. No, that's fine. We're not offended. Uh, we have the Italian delegation. Yeah. Well, I much prefer my Brooklyn Roasting Company to whatever good those stuff. That's for damn sure. Stupid cups of coffee they make in Italy are. It's so good. I've become so much more of a coffee guy ever since I've had it. Like grinding up coffee. It's just a fun little relaxing ritual. Yeah. Before I even connect to anything, before I put the watch on and get my text, I'm fucking sitting there grinding up beans, making a nice cup for my girl. I, I joined. A, I joined the Coffee of the Month Club, and they sent me this incredible tin of the brazil blend oh sick which is awesome by the way the descriptions on the back of the coffee tins are incredible it's so cool they really tell you in in sort of layman's terms like what you're drinking why you might like it and Mm -hmm. and and it gives you a better sense of how to choose your coffees going forward 
the guy, the, dude, I have this vision of the guys who started it, and you know them, so you can correct me, but like, I picture them having done something else that they weren't passionate about, and then they made some money and decided they were passionate about coffee. So the, it's one guy, his name's Jim, and he's the man. I'm sure. And uh, he was actually worked at a beer brewery. Oh. And then for years and years and years, and a very successful one. Awesome. And then took his knowledge from that and got cool. into coffee, How coffee roasting. How cool is that, man? Yeah. I love he's, it the man and dude, i've said it once i'll say it again francis makes fun of me for this but this coffee will get you laid again in the morning you know it's <laughs> julio how good god i'm telling you good god man i'm telling you it's mine an is in the gutter it's an aphrodisiac and it should be in the filter <laughs> oh. you know what i'm saying oh, for, yeah. pretty fucking good you but should. you whip out that you whip out one of these fancy blends in the morning give it to your new partner and i promise you that will turn into round two yeah giving your giving her the old french press yeah <laughs> you know what I'm saying? so brooklynroasting.com join the coffee the month club get yourself some brooklyn roasting company coffee promo code oops beans gets you five percent off your order we love them we swear by them get your coffee today get in there love it what are you looking forward to this fall oh wow Interesting. I dude, this is this is a stupid thing to be looking forward to, but I'm looking forward to reaching gold status on Delta. I'm getting really close with my MQMs. What does that do? It just makes you dude, it doesn't do shit. This is how they get you. I mean, it does do shit. Like I'm silver now and I always get upgraded and that's great. Like that's fun. But like dude, it just makes me feel like a dad. Like today I was on the fl- I was on a flight and I was looking forward and I was seeing this guy looking at his Delta app, seeing his miles, seeing his shit. Like, this is how they get you fucking hooked. What is MQMs? Uh, I don't even know. So there's two categories. So you can get, you can qualify if you have the platinum card and you spend more than a certain amount. And that is one of the categories. There's another thing there too, like money spent on flights. There's that. And then there is qualifying miles based on how much money you've spent and qualifying like segments. So like how many flights you actually take. And if you can get above the number in both categories, you get to the next status. So I'm silver now. I'm getting very close to gold. It'll be the first time I ever get it. Is there any mythical promised land of status? I think diamond medallion. And what does that mean? Does that mean you get to fly the plane? Literally, again, it's like there's only so many perks. You get to board first with like the military people if and when there are them. I think you always get upgraded. Would you cut an active service member? No, dude. You'd let them go. You gotta let them go. Even though you're Diamond Medallion. I mean, whenever they call me is when I go, dude. If they call Diamond Medallion first. I feel like that's exactly what they say. Yeah. (laughs) I actually don't know. Whenever they call me, that's when I go. That's sort of the ode of their job. I think they read it in the same order. And I think at that point, if I'm closer to the gate and I go first, it's not a big deal. Wow. You heard it here first. Julio, due to his Delta status, (laughs) would actually get on the plane ahead of um, a, a potential U.S. soldier. But dude, having status is nice because you're paying the same amount of money and like, I don't, I buy the cheapest flight still. I won't buy a Delta flight this more because I want to get the points. Like I still am like, I'm not going to let them get to me that hard and it sucks. You know what I mean? I'll spend the same amount of money on both airlines and Delta I get upgraded on American. I'm sitting in the middle on row you, 80. Are you getting sucks. upgraded to first class? If it's available. Yeah. Or to comfort plus. I, I did. And I've taken like a dozen Delta flights this year and I've gotten upgraded on every single one. That is amazing. It's huge. And and first class probably 50% of the time. Holy smokes. It's it's really nice. Do you make a point to only fly on Delta Airlines? No. 
because like i said like domestically usually there's a, a very good delta i just option. flew i just flew delta let's take a quick look at my let's app take a look at your account and see how close i am because i don't even think i'm within 100 miles of this thing but dude internationally like i'm flying on like six different airlines on my upcoming trip i'm flying on viewly or i'm flying on united to barcelona Oh, 23,000. That's a solid amount. See, let's see your thing here. So you don't have status. He's about to patronize me. MQM stands for medallion qualification miles. Miles, yeah. Which is some version of what I just explained. So yeah, you're, you're far away from status at this point. Okay. But let's not rub it in. There's way. <laughs> but dude, yeah, I mean, I don't know, whatever. Well, if I got the credit card, I'd get there. Because yeah, if you used it, once you spend 25K on it in a year, it immediately gets checks one of the boxes for you. Okay. And do, does all this go away at the end of the year? Or do the I get miles to... don't, but the other stuff resets, yeah. But it rolled over into this year because of COVID, which is the only reason why I got status. Wait a second. MQS, I'm only five to 25 to silver. Oh, yeah. segments? Yeah, so that's like so 20 25 to 25 flights. flights. Yeah. Get the but Dude, like I said, like I, I try to be... Like I'm flying United to Barcelona, then I'm flying Vueling to Greece... Then I'm flying two random airlines to get to the islands, and then I'm flying back on Emirates. Like, I'm not flying Delta for any of those, you know? Yeah. Just whatever was cheapest. I'm going to look at my American really quick. Is that your one where you're, you're a baller? Uh, this is kind of the same deal, man. I'm, I'm, I'm at 20,000 miles on there. I mean, it's just nothing. Progress to gold. I'm not even close. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I fly all the time. I know. And I, I know. never get anywhere on these things. Yeah, I don't I don't really fully understand how people do without like the credit card. You know what I mean? So that's it. But dude, this guy in front of me today had three hundred thousand sky miles. Jeez. Like how the fuck do you even do that? And I think that those people hoard. Like I always use my miles. Like I only have like four thousand miles on Delta right now because I try to use them any chance that I can. Uh-huh. because you can become a hoarder oh god but i guess if you're just like a rich dude like who cares you know what i mean i my united is just i would have thought that was the best it's garbage same thing Twenty three thousand. are, me, are, dude, are you putting in your, your yes i do every time you do it every time this is really frustrating do you have pre-check too yeah yeah i've uh global entry yeah this is i think you get them you get, them you get both. it both yeah yeah it's also life-changing. All right. Well, I asked you what you were looking forward to the most in the and fall, and you told me reaching gold status on Delta. Is that like such a dad I don't answer? even think it's a seasonal thing. <laughs> How does that have anything to do with fall? Because, because it'll happen before the end of the year. But do you, do you mean fall-related activities? When summer's over, what do you got? I look forward to what summer weather is supposed to be like. September and October in New York is beautiful. Yes. Hopefully lots of social engagements, hanging yes. with friends drinking you know you know what i want to do i was thinking about this i want to get a big television erected up on our deck wow like under some kind of a yeah overhang and then i want to put a couch and a fire pit and i want to be able to watch sunday football with a fire pit outside fucking dope man that's what i want and also i'm excited to wear boots again <laughs> pants you are a boot boy i love boots and pants dude isn't it funny how like and... you completely forget about those parts of like you forget about what the cold feels like you forget like it just takes a couple months i can't wait. and your life can completely change women look so great with boots on they sure do i love uh, a woman in high boots mm. boots that kind of her skinny 
jeans are tucked into them. Oh, you like that? They, huh? Well, oh, you, they, like you don't that. see it as much anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you don't see it. But the <laughs> boots that like come up to to, to oh, yeah. just below the knee. Those you know, the big boys. stylish boots. Yeah, dude. And um, they're <laughs> they're wearing their boots and their pants, and then maybe they're wearing like a sweater and a scarf. Mm, oh, so those comfy. those women. <laughs> You know? Do you like hot cocoa? Mm. <laughs> not really. Okay. Not not really. I think the idea of cocoa <laughs> is is nicer to me than the actual experience. <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny, but it's really funny. <laughs> I I all right. So I to me the fall also represents a switch from like margaritas to potentially say hot toddies. I was gonna say more of like a a, a whiskey drink. Got it. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. A nice um, maybe with some egg white and nutmeg, like a a a, a Manhattan sour, like a Francis is literally sour. a fucking mixologist. Yeah. It's crazy. Or um. Oh, buddy, I went to an amazing restaurant last night. Where, where at? Actually, before I tell you that, I have one more quick plane story, and I don't know why I forgot to <laughs> tell you this. This is nuts. Okay. Um, I'm sitting on the flight home from Indianapolis, two seats away. The middle seat's empty. Is a guy. He's in the window. I'm in the aisle. And for the last 20 minutes of the flight, he was touching up a dick pic are you serious his own oh my god he was face tuning his dick he was like lighting it and oh my god shaping the contrast. it making it really nice that's hilarious and then as we and and by the way he was trying to kind of be covert about it but i was also very covertly studying the penis the sort of orchestration of of this penile photo um as we landed as we were right about to touch down he crossed himself and this contrast like so guys if you weren't watching cross himself francis means like the father son holy ghost he did the yeah with like a kiss of the the, finger to the sky as if you know he did a lean old messy just scored a goal yeah yeah. (laughs) and this uh, this was so in my mind it was very funny Interesting. for this guy who just spent 20 minutes <laughs> very intensely fixing a dick pic Touching to remember to like thank god for delivering him safely back to the earth because if he believes that god is involved in the safe delivery of the plane of him returning to the earth then he certainly has this fear that we're going to crash, mm-hmm. which means it should be on his mind that whatever he's doing as we're descending could be the last thing he yeah. does. He's sinning. And the we, last thing <laughs> on earth descending. he's doing is spending time looking at his own dick, yeah. <laughs> improving it. Dude, totally. And those things are at odds to me. Which is maybe even more of a reason to do it at the end. He's like, thank you so much for forgiving me, Father, I've sinned. Ah, you know, if he believes in it, then in my mind, he should be looking at a picture of his family or reading a prayer or 
whatever, looking out the window even, just saying, totally. like, I want my last view of the world to be of the earth. Totally. And instead, it's his own penis <laughs> for completely, you know, uh, aesthetic reasons. What did this guy look like? How old was he? I don't really want to get into that. Okay. Because I feel like if I say what he was like, I'll get in trouble. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. Let's not even go there. You guys can imagine what he looked like. <laughs> That's fucking great, though, dude. That um, is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just, I just, man, that was, yeah. Well. You had something else you were going to tell me also. The fall? No, there was so, there was like a, you were transitioning to something else and then you were like, oh, I also have to tell you this plain story. Well, I had to tell you, you that plain story, but. That was really good. Um, man, the fall. I don't remember exactly. Oh, oh, cocktails? May, oh, no, cocktails? you went to a restaurant. Oh, Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for bringing us home. Thank you. Thank you. So I, I, you know, I got home from this three day weekend in Indianapolis and it was Sunday midday and there was this big part of me that thought, oh, I just want to lie on the couch and chill Mm -hmm. in my apartment. But I also had this thought of, you know, I haven't seen my girlfriend in a few days and I'm sure that she expects me to want to do nothing, (laughs) but if I want to really round out this weekend and really make myself feel as if I had some semblance of a personal weekend, mm-hmm. I think we should go on a date. So I said to her, I said, you want to go on a date tonight? Wow. Boy, did that get her going. Oh, boy, she did said, she okay, perk Franny. right up. She perked up right on up. Okay, Francis. Yeah, per- perky pastel over there. <laughs> um, oh, perks pastel. Yeah. So she, um, we got very excited. We started going on all these, you know, reservation apps. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. Uh, a lot, oftentimes those can be saddening because Resi. you just get smoked. There's nothing There's available. Nothing, yeah. But dude, you put your name, you, you join the wait list for like five restaurants. Oh, like notify? We got notified for all of them. Really? Every single one of them. Wow. Then they all said no tables available. We hit join the wait list. And every single one of them, people dropped out wow. and we got to go. Fire. And so we got to choose. And we went to this place, Claro. Oh, I, where is that? I think it's in like Fort Greene or... Dude, it's funny. I was thinking that it sounded familiar, but I just realized that Guanas. it's... It's, it's in Guanas. It's, in, it's on every foreign sporting event because it's a telephone company. Claro. Oh, yeah. But okay, so it was in Guanas. That's it was in not Guanas. where we went to dinner. Um <laughs> Yeah, Gu- Gowanus in Brooklyn, right? I haven't really done much exploring of restaurants in Brooklyn, but there are. I, I went and checked out uh, all the the Michelin one star restaurants mm-hmm. um, because those can those are tend to be very very good restaurants that aren't going to rip your face off mm-hmm. expensive. And we went to this one, Claro, and it was Mexican food, but it was like very gourmet, mm. not cheese heavy, and it was in this outdoor. Uh, back patio, big, beautiful space Sick. that was incredible. And across the entire top um, trellis, I think is the word, was a canopy <laughs> of grape vines oh, wow. filled with grapes. Wow. And as we sat, it was this beautiful natural ceiling that still had, you know, patches where you could see up to the sky, but it was it was pretty comprehensive coverage and i remember sitting there thinking 
boy, I really want to have some of these grapes. But just then, the waitress arrived, and I and we asked them. We were like, you know, are those grapes edible? And she said, do not eat them. In fact, yesterday, I had to yell at a guy to stop eating them because he was eating them. He was picking them off. And the water that helps these grapes grow comes from the Gowanus Canal. Oh, my God. Which is like the most polluted body of water in all of New York. Oh, my God. And she was like, these are mutant grapes. (laughs) These will kill you. Now. The Chernobyl grapes. I don't know nature and biology all that well. I don't know if fruit that is right comes from shitty water shitty water it contains the impurities and fecal shit that uh <laughs> the water, that the water itself, does right? but i just thought that was a very funny image that of a guy hilarious. standing up and eating the ceiling only to find out that it comes from poop water he's just eating shit yeah dude that's hilarious but the restaurant was mind-blowing i hadn't we haven't gone we haven't gone on a date in a long time Dude, it's it's hilarious so that you fun. say this, man, because I literally so I just got back this morning and I texted Hillary the same thing. Coming and so it's the equivalent of the way you did it because a planned date. Fun. Use the word date. I know. We gotta go on a date. With your significant other, say we gotta go on a date. And let me tell you something. It is fun. It's fire. We're going on a date. You know, yeah. Maybe this doesn't sound that crazy because, like, there are single people who go on like three dates a week with different people, and that's tiresome and annoying. But when you're in a long-term relationship and you live together, or whatever, making a point, putting on your Google Calendar date, this place, getting a reservation, it's nothing more fun. Dude, you want to hear something funny? So the last time that I did this, I forgot to tell you guys. This is. Tell me if this is crazy or not. I went, uh, Hillary and I were like, let's go on a date. This is like probably a week or two ago, whatever. And we decided we we're just going to go to Soho House. So it wasn't really like, it didn't end up being a date. Per mm. se. Yeah, but, it's still a date. But it was nice sitting on the roof. We hadn't gone in a while. And we end up sitting next to these two people who are actually on a date. And like oh, you wow. can tell the way they're talking. They're trying to like prove to each other that they speak each other's NYC language. Was it, a, you think it was a first date? It seemed like it. There was a lot of Hamptons name dropping. No. There was a lot of my friend, God. my friend's dad. It, it 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 was in a non-offensive way though. It was like okay, these people are trying to like, I know, Surf Lodge was mentioned. Dude, there was a lot Fucking of kill NYC name dropping t- going on. Dude, I mean, right the off spots. the bat, you bring someone on a first date to Soho House, you are just a chode. I, it was unclear who was the member. If they were both members, I don't. It doesn't even matter. It just like that to me. Okay, fair. That's fair. not first date spot. Peacocking was occurring. People were from both parties. The yeah. girl maybe even more. They they seem nice. The guy seemed nice. Whatever. This is so. I'm I'm sitting here listening to this. I'm like, this is crazy. Do we we, we got to qu- clarify? There are people who don't know what Soho House is. It's like a mem. It's a members only. You you can describe it. It is a social club that is very exclusive, mm-hmm. and you are you have to apply and get recommended. And it, it's basically, it does have wonderful, wonderful amenities. We've talked about it on the podcast before. I'm not a member, but it's dope. It's cool, but but the people there can be brutal. Yeah, most so it's it, it's designed so that if you have sort of like a conventional corporate job, you can't join. But the place is filled primarily with people who worked around that. 
Yeah. It's like you can tell it's people whose parents were rich and their jobs aren't as interesting. And the creative, interesting thing about their job is that they belong to Soho House. Yeah, exactly. Because how many comedians do you know who go to Soho House, dude? None. Not that many. None. Even the successful ones. And there, there's exceptions to that. But they say, you know, it was supposed to be <laughs> like artists part, and creative types. Yeah, and it's and, not. And it's not. <laughs> it's really not. It's just not at all. Yeah. Anyhow. Please. So, but it's it's great. I love to go. My girlfriend's a member and I love going and the food's great and it's a good hang. If people took away the uh, sort of weird air of posturing and what it <laughs> get, what they think it gives them in terms of cool factor, it would be the greatest place on earth. Yeah, if people were just a little more relaxed and were like, this is great. I like the food. It's an easy place to go. Love the amenities. Great menu. Good cocktails. The chopped salad's like my favorite salad. I think. Amazing right? brunch. Yeah. <laughs> we are really <laughs> conflicted on this one. This is so confusing. <laughs> anyway. We are so confused. So anyway, dude, I watched this whole day go down. I hear him. He's talking about his boy, whose friend, he's, he's, whose house in the Hamptons he's going to stay at. All this shit. Dude, I shit you not. Two days later, I see the guy in my friend's Instagram story. Oh, my God. The whole He's talking about this person I know really well the entire time during this day. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is wild. I was like, that's crazy. And I messaged him. I'm like, dude, I was sitting next to that guy. He was on a date. Yeah. He's like, dude, that's crazy. I didn't get into this much detail, but like, I just thought that was a crazy coincidence. That is funny. That's great. Yeah. Nice. Small world, dude. Small world. That's our episode. Oops, the pod. Oops, the podcast. Thank you guys so much. You're the best. Uh, You guys, you know where we're going to be this weekend. Uh, I'm going to be at the Barcelona Comedy loft is that am i even saying that right i think let me take that again no it's Barcelona yeah comedy loft Bar- Barcelona comedy loft that's it all right you guys know where we're gonna be i'm gonna be at the Barcelona, as francis just pointed out yep. uh comedy clubhouse uh it's in the back of public Rick. saturday sunday it's gonna be fun or sorry friday saturday francis where are you gonna be at uh arlington draft house this is a dc washington dc uh comedy club so Arlington, Virginia, but it's right outside D.C. Awesome. Tickets um, for that, FrancisEllis.com. Good shit. We love you guys. Send us your emails. Send us your thoughts. Oops, the podcast. We'll talk to you.